Hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our episodes here with Nina Chantel, our fitness trainer and and cook and advocate and health health advocate for plant-based lifestyle. Welcome, Nina. Nina is going to talk to us about being an effective plant-based ambassador, and then she will also have a little video for us for for uh desserts for the holidays so welcome nina please tell us a little bit about yourself and and share your wisdom with our audience welcome thank you thank you very much i am a certified plant-based grassroots ambassador i have a certification in fitness nutrition i am a certified strength and fitness coach and i'm a certified personal trainer and I'm an author of four books. And today I want to talk about how to be an effective plant-based advocate. In other words, how to be a vegan role model. So number one, look the part. So what that means is if someone's really overweight, and even if you, you just, you were an omnivore and then you just transitioned to this or maybe you've been six months and you're still overweight if you tell people i'm vegan they may think oh vegan means fat for instance i remember years ago i used to take cardio classes and there was one gal and she was doing this super hard cardio and she was overweight and i thought will this workout make me fat i know it doesn't make sense but sometimes our minds work in bizarre ways so I would say, just keep on with your journey. And then when people see you dropping weight, then you can present it. Uh, the other thing is you don't want to be disheveled. <laughs> you don't want them thinking that we all live in like, you know, tree houses <laughs> or have gray stained teeth. They're going to think, oh, all that fruit's going to give you stained teeth or something. So, I mean, you don't have to look like a, you know, a beauty queen you know, or a model or a GQ guy, but to make yourself look presentable. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that will be sometimes just looking the way you do will have a really big effect. Whenever I go out and if I'm talking to somebody new, they always talk to me about food and diet. And then it's a great opener for me because I can share what I eat and Here's these resources, and they're always like, "What?" You know, they're always surprised at all the health benefits of this diet is, and how harmful animal products are. So, let's go. I've got a couple steps. So, the other thing is, you want to not only look the part, you want to act the part. So, if you are vegan, and that's different from plant-based, if you are actually vegan, that means you do not eat animal products. You can't be a part-time vegan. <laughs> it is a lifestyle. That means you never eat animal products. You, you do not wear leather. You do not drink an animal's milk. So, and if, so I've heard of people saying, oh, well, I went to an event and there was nothing for me to eat. You're not going to die <laughs> if you don't eat that meal. Fasting is actually a good thing. So it's okay to be hungry. It doesn't mean you're you're slowly dying, but if you really need your food, then bring it with you. There's there's a company called uh, that I used to get Lara bars, L A R A, and they're vegan. They're whole food and they're delicious. My favorite is the lemon, and they've got a peanut butter and jelly. And you can just take that, put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, and that's really easy. Just bring fruit with you. Banana, apple, they travel. And heck, if you open a orange the whole place smells wonderfully citrus very nice <laughs> and it's like perfume it's a healthy perfume so yeah and you know if you tell someone i'm vegan and then you see they see you and they will see you eating something that's you know dairy or chicken or whatever it may be then they're going to say well if their diet was so great why are they eating this and then they're going to call you a hypocrite so we don't, we do not want that. We don't want to be hypocrites and we want to follow our own advice. If we cannot follow what we are preaching, how can we expect other people to? So if you are not vegan, uh, but you, maybe you're a part-time vegan or mostly, 
then call yourself plant-based, please. All right, so let me look at my other steps. Okay, so talked about that. And then also you wanna be kind, courteous, respectful to people who are different than you. So not most of us weren't vegan from birth. I mean, the ones that are, I'm totally jealous because they've got like fantastic health. But we have to remember back when, when we weren't and what we thought back then. So we, we thought we were supposed to eat this stuff. And a lot of people still believe that nonsense. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we need to be courteous to animals, but we need to be nice to people as well. So yeah, we don't want to be nasty to people and tell them, uh, don't eat that or, you know, the thing is then we're just gonna be, we're gonna create stereotypes. We don't wanna be the angry, mean vegan. So let's see, what else? Uh, you have any thoughts? Well, well, you know, our, our traditional things about listening and, and showing up for what's appropriate. So having conversation and, and looking to see what it is that, that people are concerned about is, is really a good place to go. So as, as you're, you're a, a nutritional coach, uh, you're, people ask you about, about what you're eating, what to cook. So, so that's a wonderful opener for you, but I generally look to see what the conversation's about or what somebody's concerns are and, and approach them with that. Yeah, and I find that being bossy and ordering people around, it's just, it's not effective. And people get very defensive. And so that's, that's not a good route. And, and they may think, well, why does this person know more than my own doctor? So we don't, we don't want to do that. But the best thing I've found is when you share your own personal story, they can't argue with that. And, and that way you're not pushing it on them. You're just saying, hey, this helped me. And so, and then I've also found that if I show my photos, my before and after photos, people are floored. And that's really effective. So I carry my photos and I click them on my favorites. And then as much people as I can, I'll say, look, look, here's my before and after. Look, look at how heavy I was. Look how thin I am now. Look at how bad my hands look. Look at my feet. And uh, they're just like, and my skin. And they're just like, hmm, it makes them think. And, and then when you see them again, you still look good. And <laughs> the more you, eat the right foods it's basically you you look better and better which is a Absolutely. definite plus yeah and Definitely. i noticed all their friends are getting fatter and you're staying in this nice slim lean physique you bet so um yeah those those are wonderful ideas and and a great way to approach it and uh, certainly success stories. You know, one of the first things that we did uh, is we created a scoreboard. So we've we've asked people to to who are plan based, who are who are help to uh, answer one simple question. Whole food plan based and vegan. Ask one simple question: How has their health improved when they changed their lifestyle? So we have that at we did it that health and people answer one simple question. And at this point, we're, we're over 3000 people who've answered the question. And, and it's just amazing to see all the ways that people have improved their health. And that's uh, the intention there was to have it be a talking point. So if I'm talking with somebody who's diabetic, I can say to them, well, you know what we have, we have the scoreboard where we're showing you know, 600 people who've reversed their type to diabetes by changing their lifestyle. And there are some success stories. So showing pictures and telling stories and, and showing the the background, the facts, the numbers of people that are are uh, benefiting is, is very powerful. Yeah, I completed that too. And I have like so many uh, things that I reversed. I'm like, well, which should I put them all? Should I put one? Yeah, I my cholesterol was 201. Now it's around 150. Insulin resistance is so much better. I'm type one. So 
you know, but it's way better and I can eat so many more carbs. I'm eating like more than twice what I used to with less insulin. Yeah, lower, lower body fat, better circulation, hair's not falling out, less wrinkles, more energy. Yeah, so lots, lots of good stuff from being plant-based. Oh, and then what I really need to get people to understand is I completely reversed one of my autoimmune conditions. It's a rare one. It's called erythromyalgia. And wow. everywhere I look, people say you cannot reverse it. And I did. I did it with my low fat plant-based 100% vegan diet, very low in fat. And so this increases my circulation so that my, so that now I can get all the red blood cells all the way to my, my fingers and my toes and the pain is gone. So it's pretty, pretty miraculous, but, uh, but, you know, I was looking at, I was going through my fitness certification book that I took, you know, many years ago. And just right in the beginning, you know, it talks about the nutritional deficiencies can lead to disease. So if you are eating animal products, especially large amounts, that means you're not getting enough of the nutrients that you need from food. And I don't know if they, they should call this a nutrient, but it's not, I don't think it's fiber. And there's no fiber and animal products. So it's like, right. what, why are people confused that they're getting sick? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's right there. It's, you're not getting the nutrients you need. And we need so many nutrients that they're all found in plants. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. So going back a little bit about, about doctors, I, I wonder what we can tell people when somebody says, well, my doctor doesn't tell me this, so it can't possibly be true. I, I wonder how we can handle something like that. What's uh, perhaps that if one, we were- Yeah, that's tough. Perhaps if we were ready to show them the doctors who are plan-based and what their recommendations are, can show, the long list, because there's so many wonderful doctors. I mean, it's true that most doctors don't get it, but the ones who do, they're, they're amazing. And the work they're doing is phenomenal. So maybe there's a way for us to, to, to counter, to, to show people who are, who don't understand the doctors who, who do get it. And unfortunately, medical schools are just now starting to teach a little bit of nutrition, but most of the doctors out there haven't had any nutritional training. But um, yeah, yeah. And you got to be with like, well, what I when I see doctors, and they, they look at me and they say, well, you are the, like the health one of like, two, one of the two of my healthiest patients. And then they they I they ask me a million questions. And they're like, Oh, you're vegan, and you exercise and, you know, so they, they, they see right away. And so that really makes an impression on them. And then I will get out my phone and show them my photos. And, and then that you could see their eyes, they, it clicks. But mm -hmm. I mean, I can't go to every person. There's only, it's only me, but yeah, it's, and then you tell people, well, doctors don't get enough nutrition in school. It doesn't seem to really, that doesn't seem to work with people. They just, I mean, and they know they get sicker and sicker with more and more prescriptions. Right. And but it's for some reason it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go through. So yeah, there is something, and there is there are plant based doctors, but there's good doctors and there's bad doctors. Bad doctors, and you can look at there's like there's in the in the past they did some really crazy things to people, lobotomies and you know blood drawing and. You know, telling women we can't we can't run more than a few miles because our uterus was gonna fall out. It's like whack whack-a-mole stuff, you know. So, I mean, we can go to history and say, look what doctors used to say, and doesn't there mean you that go. what we're saying now in the future we're gonna say, wow, that was really dumb. Uh, that's that's interesting so if we if we put together a timeline of, of what doctors used to say through through history and actually i've just had a conversation a little bit like that with somebody and somehow i seem to to think that um that doctors there were some doctors who recommended smoking cigarettes because it would be good for for our throat and and 
things like that. And and he says, there's no way doctors would actually recommend it. And uh, But it would be very interesting to have a compilation of the things that doctors used to recommend through time. Yeah, there there is a book that I read. I can't remember the title of it, but it was this massive book. It was talked about medicine through the history. And that's how I learned about a lot of the stuff. And it's it's appalling. And there's there's I'll text it to you later. I'll you put the link in there. But uh yeah, it was like the grossest stuff that 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 was done. Uh, yeah, there's photos. Yeah. But uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but so I was I was looking, yeah, I was looking through my, my nutrition book and it talked about uh the FDA guidelines for nutrition through the decades. And it was like 1980, every single time they updated it. In the first 30 years, it was eat more plants, you know, do low cholesterol, low fat. And then over the years, they made little, little tweaks. And then, you know, here it is now. It's still the same message, but it's diluted and it's more convoluted. So I can see how people get more confused. Well, what happened is that the dairy industry, the meat industry, they're more and more powerful and they get involved in politics. And that's why our nutrition guidelines, which it was the pyramid, now it's the plate, it's still not quite accurate. Now that milk should be almond milk. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's gonna get hopefully better, but yeah, I can see how people get get confused. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, and and the agriculture department was was formed to help farmers back in the depression, and unfortunately, then the relationship between the farming industry and and the government just kept getting deeper and deeper, and and uh, and so sometimes. Uh, you know, I've heard the food pyramid and the food plate, the guidelines usually start out being one set of guidelines. And by the time they get published, they they get to be pretty different. And and I, I hear that's attributed to, to lobbyist influence. And actually, I, if I remember correctly, I believe Dr. Barnard and PCRM, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, actually had a lawsuit with the government about how the food pyramid, the food plate has changed from the time that it was initially put together by, by nutritionists and scientists and doctors and, and how it actually ended up being published. It's probably worth looking up just to make sure that that is accurate, but I, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, that would definitely be up their alley. And if people want to learn how the government and politics are so intertwined, a wonderful book to read is Whole. W-H-O-L-E, and that is by T. Colin Campbell. And Dr. The, Campbell. Yeah, the prior book that he wrote was The China Study, and Hole goes really deep into that. It's a, it's a little harder to read, but it's fascinating. It really helps people understand. Absolutely. Yeah, Dr. Campbell, he's, I think most of the doctors who I've talked to who are plant-based, what convinced them was the China study. When they read the China study, that's what spoke to them. And, and they really looked, took a closer look at, at being a whole food plant-based doctor. That's a wonderful book. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I do. I recommend that all, all the time. Now, my, my cousin, he's a doctor. And so we were talking and I told him about the China study and I and he he said oh that's interesting and I said I said would you like to read it and he said maybe and I said if I buy it for you and I ship it to you will you read it and he said sure it was a year ago he still hasn't read it Aww. ah so you know and it's just you know some people they're just they uh hard to get to and yeah well, and, and that's part of our mission here is to figure out what it is, how can we really get through to people? How is it that w those of us who understand the power of food as medicine and the power of, you know, the, the aw awful things that go on in, 
in uh, animal uh, farming and and factory farming. Um, you know, it's for us. It's so obvious and and so important. And you know, so the, the in a sense, the mission of all our work is to figure out what is it that we can do to get somebody to be curious, to get somebody to really take a look at it. So, um, where have you had success with that? Where what what would you do? Your pictures. It sounds like really were impactful. What, yes, what else? Pictures. You know, I, and I, I've actually convinced people on other coasts to at least, if not do vegan, at least do mostly plants, but it has to be a conversation. Well, not one, it has to be numerous conversations and small little snippets over a period of time. Mm -hmm. And I found that it usually takes at least two months. Wow. So, so and yeah, it doesn't work by text. If it's and phone call does work, uh, in person is better, but yeah, so but it, yeah, you can't do it with one, one video, one phone call. It's kind of like an ad that is on television and they're marketing to you. They oh, you see it over and over and over, over and over until you say, I'm sick of this commercial or I'm gonna <laughs> buy that product. <laughs> Wow, that's an interesting strategy. Yes. <laughs> but yes, it's it's the messaging keeps coming again and again and again. Maybe that's that's part of the secret here. Part of what we need to do is so then if we want to message over and over and get resistance on our messaging, what's what's the what are some of the approaches? How can we be gentle and and make it really interesting so they so people we want to talk to are are engaged with with what we're telling them you really have to customize the message for the person it's yeah. it's not a one-size-fits-all unfortunately and you know when i'm trying to sell my book to people in person i find out about them first okay. and once i find out more about them then i know how to target them <laughs> to buy my book. I mean, if I've been able to sit down with somebody, meet them for the first time, find a little bit about them, and then they'll buy it right then and there. But if I don't learn anything about them, how how can I talk? How can I just say whatever? I can't. So yeah, it has to be it has to be narrow in scope. Figure out what what that person. Like some people, climate change for them is really big right. and they care more about the climate than anything else. So for them, I could tell them, you know, you can reduce your emissions by, you know, potentially 80% by going vegan. And that's incredible. Yes. Yeah. For someone else, it may be, you know, joint pain. Mm -hmm. This this has been shown to get rid of that pain completely. You got to remove the oils as well. But and yeah, I, I wish there was a simple do this, do that. But anything that, that I don't think there is anything that that you can just do a couple things and get it to to work. There's mm -hmm. always different strategies. Right. Different. Yes, it's if it was simple and easy after what vegan and whole food plant-based has been around for 70 75 years at this point and if it was easy then we'd have more than a couple percent of the world population being vegan and whole food plant-based so uh clearly there's there's some some speed bumps here that have been keeping us from getting the world to where it could be healthy and and uh well fed because certainly world hunger is is this is the solution for world hunger as well and uh the world would be so much better off but th there are some things and that's that's part of our mission to figure out how it is that we can be more effective as as ambassadors and i know you're talking about cigarettes well you know a lot of those doctors <laughs> were probably thinking oh cigarettes are good and they wanted to believe they were good because they wanted to smoke they were smoking. They enjoyed yes. smoking. They they liked how it calmed them down. And I and that my comes in, I believe that 
he loves the food that he eats that make him very sick. And he does not want to learn how bad it is because then he, he would make himself not eat those foods and he finds joy in eating those foods. So that's my thought process as to why he's so resistant to even crack mm -hmm. open that book. I mean, I want to, to fly up there and just sit him down and just read it to him. <laughs> read it to him, that's it. <laughs> you know, I remember whenever him and his family would come over in La Jolla, there's a wonderful vegan restaurant and I would always take them up there and we would go up to the top and there's a view of the ocean and then there were people doing yoga in the background. It's like, why would you not want this life? It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But not all vegans do yoga, but I do. I'm not very That's good at it. But... <laughs> yes. Well, um, with that, I think you had a video you wanted to share with yes, everybody. Yes, so I want to show really... my dessert. And so, you know, one thing I want to mention is being vegan does not equate healthy, but you can, you know, because you can have, you know, French fries that are fried in oil instead of the ones that I make that are just baked. But yeah, sugar, people eat sugar, they'll eat, uh, you know, agave and maple syrup in large quantities. So I try uh, not to use agave or maple syrup, obviously not honey. And it just makes so my 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 meals and my desserts are healthy and they will improve health. So let me go ahead and show that. And I'll just Please. have to try to remember the steps. <laughs> hmm. uh, let's see. Mm, just pick the apples that you like. I'm going to leave the skin on. That actually has a lot of nutrition in it, but I'm going to core and seed it. My grandmother used to make delicious apple pie, and she told me her trick is to use different apples. So if you want to use two different ones, go for it. And just make sure have a little taste and make sure it tastes really good cut off any brown spots if there are any i'm going to move any seeds out of the way those aren't yummy <laughs> okay so i'm just going to cut this as thinly as i possibly can safely i put a parchment lined piece of paper to fit on a baking sheet. And then I'm gonna spread these out so it is flat. So these will all cook down evenly so they'll be nice and soft like an apple pie. Now I'm gonna put these in the oven for about 30 minutes at 350 degrees. So now I'm going to make the vegan cream sauce and I'm using tofu. Now I didn't have any silken tofu, but it will still work. It's better if you have the silken. So I'm just going to crumble this. You can see I already crumbled some of this. And I drained most of the water out. It doesn't have to be bone dry because we're not baking it. And we do want some moisture in here. So I'm just going to crumble the rest of this in here. And make sure to use certified organic tofu, otherwise you're eating GMO tofu. And soybeans are, they're not organic, they're genetically modified. The problem with that is GMOs are bred to withstand a lot of pesticides. So when you eat GMO foods, you're eating a lot of pesticides. What are pesticides? They're chemicals. A lot of them are carcinogenic, so definitely don't want that. We have enough harmful things in our environment. Want to limit them as much as possible. So I've got two ripe bananas. I'm going to use one and a half. And so instead of sugar, which is processed or agave again, processed and highly glycemic, I like to use whole foods. 
So I'm using a ripe banana. So I these are medium. I'm gonna use one and a half. got my one and a half bananas and I'm gonna smash this in here and then I'm gonna add my cinnamon the cinnamon also adds some sweetness now I love cinnamon I'm a big cinnamon fan so I'm gonna use a lot I'm gonna use two teaspoons I'm gonna start with one and add more you can always add more as you go if you like all right so I'm going to blend this until it's nice and creamy and if it's not creamy enough, you can always add a little bit of almond milk to make it creamier if you are using the firm tofu and you want it a little creamier. And if you want less banana flavor, just use one banana instead of one and a half. So you can just try a little bit and add more. I already tried it and I, I like it. I think it's pretty yummy. I could totally just eat this right now. A lot of people are concerned about tofu because they think, oh, it might have estrogenic effects. It actually doesn't. That information is because the people who read the study misunderstood it. It does not. It actually is very protective against cancer and the people who eat the more soy have lowered risk of cancer. So you can enjoy it. I don't recommend eating more than a block a day. <laughs> you can eat it every day as long as you're not allergic to it. Yeah, it's such a great substitute for so many things. All right, so I'm gonna load this up and this will be my topping. And of course, presentation is everything when it comes to making something look appetizing. So just make it look as pretty as you can. And then people could put a dollop of this on top of their baked apples. Little apple bits are done. Might wanna let them cool a little bit. I'm just gonna put them on a plate and just arrange them. I think it's best to let it cool down a little bit because you don't want to cook the tofu. Now, if you're thinking, oh, well, I'll just bake this together. You know, I tried it and the tofu just kind of tasted grainy and it didn't set up right. So I found it really tastes so much better without cooking the tofu. Just <laughs> leave it as is, it's good as is. And then you can make this as big or as small as you want. So, you know, there's only two apples in this whole batch. Obviously, you don't want to cook the whole yum. This is where the calories are. So you just want to dollop with that. All right, so then you just get a spoon and just spoon however much you want on there. Tofu is moderately high in fat. It's not high in fat, just it's not low in fat, but it is moderate. So you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's a lot. But remember, this had the banana in it. So the banana adds the heft. <laughs> it makes it look bigger than it is. All right, just make that look really pretty. Now you're welcome to add some walnuts or some chopped pecans on top. And so now I'm just going to add some balsamic vinegar. I like this brand. It's inexpensive. It's delicious. So let's just drizzle that on top. That's a little sweet, a little bit of tart. This balsamic is just wonderful on apples and strawberries. So we'll taste this first. Good, creamy, but really you wanna have it all together. Try to get all in one bite. Mm. Yeah, you definitely want the, the apples to be cool so that it matches the temperature of your, we'll call it pudding. Yeah, this is 
high protein, you got your good carbs from your fruit, guilt-free, healthy snack. And actually, let me grab some nuts. Let's try it with some nuts. I've got some pecan pieces. I mean, yum. And let's try it with some walnuts. I'm guessing it's going to be a toss-up. <laughs> let's try it. Got to get that apple on there. Did I get it? I can hardly taste it. Maybe I didn't put enough on. Let's try the walnut. Mmm. Yep. Add the walnuts on top. You can also add granola on top. Yeah, I do like the addition of the, the walnut. So give it a try. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, check out some of my other videos. I make a lot of dessert recipes and entrees, all healthy, all vegan, and I try to make most of them fairly low fat. So one, one change I would make, so I made this originally with a firm and I thought, let me get out of this. Let's see, whoops. Okay, so I, let me see here. Okay, okay, I think I'm back on. Okay, so yeah, I would originally tried it with the firm and it was good. And you still see me? Okay, good. And and then I th and then I tried it with the soft. I actually liked it better with the firm tofu because the firm tofu is like a nice, nice and thick. And the silken tofu was, was thinner, you know, more liquidy. So I would say keep the firm tofu. I think most people like things a little bit sweeter. The longer your plant base, the more your taste buds change. And the, the less you'll require that super, super sweet uh, flavor. So, I mean, I used to eat candy. I, I couldn't tolerate it right now. To me, it just tastes like plastic sugar. So, but yeah, so I think a lot of people would prefer it with maybe two bananas and uh, do the, the firm tofu. And the, if you just taste the pudding by itself, you might think that's not sweet enough, but once you add the banana, the baked banana becomes very, very sweet and kind of like a caramelized flavor when you, when you, when you cook it. And that with the addition of everything all together, is definitely like a super healthy, we'll call it apple pie, <laughs> apple crumble. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, you, you were saying about um, putting granola. I mean, I can see putting all kinds of things on there and experimenting to taste, right? Yeah, well, what else were you thinking? I'm gonna turn down the volume a little bit. I got you on full blast. Well, I, I just like the granola and there's certainly lots of different flavors and concoctions of granola and uh, all the different kinds of nuts. I, I personally like to put sunflower seeds in my oatmeal. I bet sunflower seeds would be really nice on there or pumpkin yeah. seeds. Yeah, I like, I like pumpkin seeds on my salad, but yeah, interesting. Everyone likes their own different stuff. Like I'll make something for my husband. I'll say, try it. He'll say, eh. And then I'll be like, what? I love it. And he says, I don't have to like everything you like. And then he'll, right. say, oh. he'll say, I don't like this. Try it. I was like, mm, I love it. Can I have it? And it's just, we're completely different, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So experiment, try it. They look like a wonderful concoction and apples and, and uh, baked apples. That's, that's beautiful. I, I'd love to play with that. So yeah. maybe, I, maybe I'll get a chance to look simple enough too, where uh, the, don't have to be too advanced of a, of a chef or baker. To do I mean, it. some, some things, sometimes simple is, is the, is better. I mean, sometimes I'll just take an apple and I'll coat it with cinnamon 
and I'll rub the cinnamon into the apple. And it's just amazing like that. Or I'll take frozen, frozen strawberries and I'll let them uh, defrost in the fridge overnight. And then the night before I'll add a tablespoon of chia seeds. And in the morning, it's like a strawberry dessert. So the chia seeds make it like a, a, a gel and it's more like a jam. And then I'll sprinkle my, my balsamic, me and my balsamic, yeah. Balsamic, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I wish I knew about balsamic years ago and I would have, I would have eaten more salads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I put that on my salad, yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, excellent. Uh, so we, we have a couple more episodes with you uh, yes. on Mondays uh, next week again. Uh, do you have some thoughts on what we can expect you to present? And you, are you going to share some more recipes? Or? Yeah, I've got, sure. I can definitely share some more. And the next one I have to look up. I've got so many. I always have a million thoughts in my head. And so I've got papers all over the place saying, you know, here's an idea and, and I'll, I'll, I'll take my phone and I'll, my husband's like, who are you talking to? And I'll, I'll talk and I'll write myself. A, <laughs> so I send myself a, an email by the talk, you know, mm -hmm. uh, speaking <laughs> to it. So, yeah, so I've got, you know, several, I've got one about, you know, how to reverse type two diabetes with a plant-based diet. And I want to talk about, oh shoot, what were the others? Did I forget? Uh, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, we have we have our calendar. People can can follow it on the calendar. There's um, the high five diet, slimming. Uh, oh, I remember one of them. It's we're gonna do um, how to lose weight on a plant based diet. That was mm -hmm. one of them for sure, and yeah so yeah there's uh i mean i we could always there's so much stuff to cover so much stuff so yes. much good stuff good stuff and <laughs> and i'm just so amazed at, at your personal story and and your journey and you're such an example for everybody and thank you for being with us and thank you for sharing all your wonderful knowledge and and experiences yeah and and i I feel like I, I want to do this because I want to help people. I really feel bad when people are ill, when there is an answer, like Christina Applegate. I'm, I was looking on, on the internet. I really want to try to, I don't know how to contact her to let her know that this diet has shown to reverse MS. So my, and for me, it's personal because my father died from MS. And to watch somebody deteriorate like that is appalling. It's horrific. It should never happen. And this, this message really needs to get out to the world. I mean, this beautiful woman, she is in a cane and she can't even stand for very long. It is so sad. And yeah, I want, I want to help people. And it's not, not just animals. I really care about people. And so yeah, so that's why I do this for free and use my time and and for me it makes it makes me feel good if I can help somebody get better. Absolutely. And you're doing such a wonderful job being out there and and helping people and talking about your experiences and that's that's what I love about this opportunity to work with you and so many other people that everybody's so compassionate and so caring and and so dedicated will will stop at nothing to to help other people and and it's we're so driven and so frustrated not being able to to be successful and that's so that's really our mission to to find find the ways that we can be more successful so so we can make this a better world and and so we can have the pride and joy of, of contributing and helping other people in, in their journeys yeah so thank and, you yeah and you know people who you know they're they're sad for whatever reason and i've found that no matter your situation if you can help someone else it will actually make you feel better 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're doing it for for lots of reasons. We're doing it to be to contribute and we're doing it to feel better ourselves, because that's really that's what's driving it. The, the, our frustration and our pain and being so helpless with people we care about this. We, we need to be able to change that, change our frustration and probably way more than that. Help people who are suffering with disease change change their health and and eliminate all all the animal suffering what's going on with animal suffering is just incredible personally i started out on on this journey from the whole food plant-based perspective and had no idea what's going on with animal suffering and and the more i do it the more i see it and and it's it's just awful and so we we have to we we have to see a better world and and do everything we can to to do that and thank you for for doing so much yourself and it's such a such a pleasure to be able to work with you and so many other people who are as passionate and compassionate as as you are i remember back in college where there was i attended a some sort of vegan conference and they talked about the animal suffering and i thought oh goodness you know i i want to go vegan but they didn't have like a card with a website. No, did they have the internet then? I don't know. There wasn't. There was no internet back then. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't have like a group because if there was a group and you know some some tools like a, some sort of like books that they could have recommended. Because I really wanted to to do it, but I didn't know how, and it just kind of I just kind of forgot about it. I, I remembered it for a week, and I was like, I really how where are these people how can i hang out with them but there wasn't like that so i created a, a plant pure pod i don't know if it's mm -hmm. searchable yet so that people can just search for it and they can find my um my website my facebook and my my facebook is plant-based fit folks and you can find that uh through my the easiest way to contact find all my contact is go to my website the high five diet.com and it's like five spelled out like you know high five if you scroll down you can click on the you can click on the little facebook icon and it'll take you right there take you to my youtube so that way people can find it really easy that's great that's yes you're such an inspiration your your work and your facebook presence and your pod they're all really well worth being part of for anybody who's looking for support looking for ways to learn how to support other people so thank you for doing all that yeah thank you for having me on great well thank you um anything else that you'd like to share uh I don't know. Probably a million things. <laughs> probably a million things. Well, we have we have uh, another eight minutes. If you'd like to share something, um, please do. I am trying to to uh, create some vegan T-shirts with some cute sayings. So uh, just uh, so if anyone has an idea of where I could go, uh, I've looked at Vistaprint, but they only have like those little small little thing. I want a big message. Big one, yeah. <laughs> big. I don't want my hair to cover it. So, yeah, I've got some ideas for different sayings, and yeah, just so I can literally be walking and talking with the slogan on it. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jeff Palmer, uh, who's one of our our ambassadors and a founding ambassador with us, and he, we had him on one of our keynotes recently. But he's he's a bodybuilder, and uh, uh, if you don't know him, you I I would uh, recommend that you get together with him. But he's he's on the other coast from you. He's in Florida, um, uh -huh. and and he always goes to the gym wearing a shirt that's that says something about being vegan. And he's a bodybuilder, and people are always engaging in conversation with him. Yeah, um, that's that's really an untapped market that for a vegan bodybuilding because the bodybuilders they have the wrong idea that a high protein animal-based diet mm -hmm. is best for weight loss and muscle growth well right. because i used to work out at a gym that was 
specifically for a bodybuilding gym. These were fitness competitors. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we had the scary bodybuilders and the, the people shooting steroids and the, the bathrooms. And after a while, the, um, the men at 40, they would die. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a combination of the high protein for, and the steroids. Yeah. And the women started having problems keeping the weight off and yeah. people think carbs, carbs, carbs. And it's like, it's not the carbs. Like, so I was given bodybuilding diets by di different trainers. And I tried probably five different ones. Uh, one I tried, it was so low in calories that I couldn't function. I had problems sleeping at night. Oh. And the other one was really high in protein. And I gained body fat so fast, I was furious. And so they keep saying, oh, you know, you, he said, oh, you just eat more protein and we'll just lower the carbs and you'll lose weight. And no, I, and I gained pure fat. And I was so mad because it's really hard to lose, lose weight. If I had known that I can eat all my favorite carbs and, you know, I love potatoes and a big plate of grains, I could just eat that. <laughs> I love quinoa. Oh, but uh, yeah, so it's like now I eat super low protein, high carbs, and I can eat way bigger portions. And I could, you know, I'm over 15 and I can do, you saw me, I I'm not, my, I can do pull ups and push ups. And people that are in their 30s, they can't do what I do. No. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, you're, you're amazing. I love what you do. And thank you so much for sharing your message with with us and look forward to more, more with you and more of you and more of and more success. And if there's ways we can support you, perhaps, you know, perhaps we could have some fun with vegan sayings, having a contest of vegan sayings to put on t shirts, I, I'll introduce you to some people who I think can help you with finding a source for the t-shirts and certainly uh, want to introduce you to to Jeff, Jeff Palmer. Uh, yeah. You guys need to know each other. Actually, he's uh, he's doing a, a bodybuilding, I think it's, it's bodybuilding uh, world championship in Florida next spring. So you you'd wow. probably want to know about that in Fort Lauderdale next spring. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it would be fun to do some, create a, a, a dance routine and with a song. <laughs> uh-huh. But I can't sing. <laughs> I can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> well, don't look at me. I can't sing either. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for spending the time with us. And Anytime. look forward to next time. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste, vegan. Namaste, vegan. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Nina.